Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives keep us playing small and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Good morning and happy Tuesday, March 21st. Um, It's almost 10 a.m. here in Dallas, Texas. (laughs) I'm feeling a little goopy, goopy, loopy today, y'all. I'm so excited to dive in today because we're talking all about confidence. And a lot of you know what confidence is. We've all heard confidence. Do this to boost your confidence. You need a better skill set to boost your confidence. You need to just get out and do this to boost, right? There's just all these like doings and actions related to confidence. But I'm going to be talking about confidence at the subconscious level and the deeper rooted meaning in my own definition and my own experience of what confidence actually is because it's not a thing that we do. It's a way in how we be. So if you're here to dive into confidence, learning what confidence means to you, how to embrace it, how to embody it, how to start rewiring your mind for confidence... Stay tuned for this episode. So let's dive into confidence and embodying confidence at the subconscious level. Like, what does that even mean? So first, confidence, when we look at the definition of confidence, like I literally have the dictionary in front of me right now, it's a noun. The feeling or belief that one can rely on something or someone affirm trust. The state of feeling certain about the truth of something. A feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities and qualities. To me, that is very, very true of confidence because it is a firm trust. It's a belief. It's a knowing. It's conviction. And it's a feeling of certainty about the truth. So feeling confident in who you are, feeling confident in your belief, feeling confident in your ability to expand your business, to get that promotion, to be worthy of a partner that you feel valued of, reassurance of your own appreciation of your abilities and qualities. So that is by book definition of confidence. But when we talk about confidence at the subconscious level, 
we're talking about the unconscious, right? The subconscious, which is makes up 95% of our brain. And I know that most of you listening like already know the differences, at least to a basic understanding of what the subconscious is versus the conscious mind, right? Our unconscious, our subconscious, the same thing. They hold our beliefs, they hold our identities, they hold our mannerisms, behaviors that we don't even think twice about, right? When we're driving a car and we have to step on the brake, we don't consciously think, oh crap, I got to step on the brake. Our unconscious knows to just stop, to step on the brake, right? Because it's a learned behavior that is so deeply ingrained in our program. So when we talk about embodying confidence at the unconscious level, we're talking about this innate natural ability to trust ourselves, right? To feel that we have this firm belief, this firm conviction in what we are doing, how we are behaving, how we are showing up, what are what we want, what our desires are, what our needs are, right? So the thing is with embodying confidence at the subconscious level, that means automatic, right? That means without even thinking, we embody our truth. We embody our conviction. We embody that sense of trust. So let's talk about the three layers of confidence, in my opinion. I believe that we have multiple layers to ourselves, of course. It's like peeling back an onion. But when we talk about subconscious confidence, embodying that confidence, there's multiple layers to get to that place of like automatic without conscious effort in embodying your confidence. So like we just discussed what confidence is, right? A firm trust in who you are. It's a feeling or belief that you can rely on yourself. You feel certain and you're self-assured and appreciative of your own abilities and qualities, right? So how do we get there? <laughs> how how do we get there? You know, a, a lot of people say that confidence is built in the gym. A lot of people say, you know, if you eat better, you're going to feel more confident about yourself. And to me, those things can make you feel confident, but it's just a surface layer. And the reason why I'm saying that is because confidence doesn't start by getting into the gym. Confidence doesn't start by eating better. It doesn't start by getting a promotion and saying, oh, he, like, because the thing is, is that when, when people say that and they try to sell that, the thing is, is that they're selling the physical outcome of confidence. They're selling the conscious aspect of confidence. Those activities and actions can help you feel good and help you feel confident, but it doesn't start there. You have to start with the internal belief system. You have to start with the programming of what does confidence mean to you? And a lot of us, and when I was a past personal trainer and nutrition coach, I would always try to sell people on like looking better at the gym or getting strength in the, in the gym to help you be more confident on the outside world. And it really never stuck. And personally, when I did my bodybuilding competition and I was like, okay, like I am as strong as I've ever been. I have dropped a significant amount of weight. I have the mental grit. Where the fuck is my confidence? And that really hit me because <laughs> it's not in the physical act of something. It's not in the doing. It's in the being. 
And that's what I really want to dive into because personally for me, this these last like this last year in 2022 was all about finding my confidence and rediscovering my confidence, especially after the year that I had with a lot of internal um, patterns and trauma and things resurfacing for me to heal that I didn't know needed to heal. And when my business just flatlined, it was like, I have nothing. And I don't like, I lost my confidence. I kept saying I lost my confidence. And again, that showed me that it's not in the being, it's not in the doing, it's in the being. So I want to talk about these three layers of confidence. So the first layer is the beliefs, right? It's the thoughts, it's the internal programming. And there's kind of like three parts to this that I want to like dive into. Um, And it's the three identity masks. Okay, so the three identity masks that we have, and this was This really made sense to me and um, when I had my, I had a session with an intuitive a few weeks ago from here and she really brought this up and it was just so profound. So um, Yenny Housie, who is my intuitive, like I have to shout her out for just bringing this awareness to me um, and now bringing it to you. So when we talk about the three layers of confidence, the first one is beliefs, right? Beliefs, the thoughts, the, the unconscious patterns, right? Um, and we have three identity masks, right, that we come into this world with. And the, f- the first mask is the identity of who our parents or caregivers thinks, think we should be. I know many of my clients, including myself, were in a place of trying to fit in a box and, and hold these expectations from our parents that we think we should be, right? So that's that's mask number one. Mask number two is the identity of what society thinks we should be, right? When we talk about conventional living and, you know, we all know this, like, by the back of our hand at this point is that, you know, it was kind of programmed for us, especially the millennials, so my generation, was that you got a good education, you went to college, you did the college thing, and then you got a job in a corporate position, and you just stayed there, and you just climbed the ladder. And then you get married, and then you have kids, and then you buy a house, and then you go on vacation if you can, but you don't know when that'll be because you have a husband and you have kids, right? And and all these things, and it's like, not to say that that isn't valuable, but it is really the patriarchal ladder of success, ladder of what society thinks we should do because that's what we've been shown unconsciously. And I'm not going to go super deep into the unconscious of how we pick up patterns and the ages that this happens because that is going to be a whole separate podcast at that point. But really just want to emphasize that we, the how we live how we grew up, the environment that we are in, and when we grew up at those really monumental stages of our life when we were in childhood have significantly impacted the way that we think, the way that we are, and who we think that we should be, which comes to the third mask. So it's like we have who our parents think we should be, 
who society thinks we should be, and now who we think we should be. So isn't confidence about firm trust and the certainty of who we are and this reassurance of our own abilities and capabilities, our personality? Well, if we think about it, everything that I just said Our true self is like the last deepest layer that sometimes never even gets to see the light because we're so unconsciously running by these programs through society, by these programs with our parents or caregivers and who we think we should be because we constantly unconsciously compare ourselves to everyone in our industry, with our peers, with other like friends, I mean, our parents, right? We constantly compare ourselves. And it's like society also wants us to do that because they want us to run and operate the way that they want us to run and operate so that they can control us. I'm not going to go into that one either, (laughs) but that is a strong belief that I hold. I feel firm in that. I feel confident in that belief because I've seen it happen. I'm seeing it happen. Um, that's why we feel so uncomfortable when we sway against the conventional living, right? Spirituality versus religion. There's such a sway there. There's such a like discomfort if you believe in one thing versus the other thing because of the programming, especially working a nine to five versus taking your own leap and starting entrepreneurship. And um, also, too, like a way of success. Some people think that we need to climb a ladder of education to be successful. And you do this and you do it by the book and this is how you do it. And even relationships. This is you got to start here. You have to know each other for X amount of time and then you get to date and then you have to know each other for X amount of time. Then you can ask this person to marry. Right. It's just like this constant rule book that we're living by. And when we are unconsciously living by that and not having any conviction, not having any awareness of that, of course we think we're going crazy. Of course we think that we're not confident. Of course that we think that the world is out against us. But no, when you start to get those pushbacks of like, this doesn't feel right or pushbacks of like, your expectations are so unrealistic or... I don't feel good with like the way that I'm like taking my career. It's it's this awakening of your unconscious saying, hello, it doesn't need to be like this. It doesn't need to be like A, B, C equals D. Like, no, it can be A plus B equals Z. And we have to learn that we have to dive deeper into who we are. So embodying confidence at the subconscious level is not learning a new skill set, is not doing more, it's being, it's who the fuck are you? I'm getting really passionate about this because it's something that I have come to terms with that this, this was me. I was living by all three of these masks, who my mom thought I should be, not wanting to disappoint her, who society needed me to be or wanted me to be, I should say, and then really the kicker of who I think I should be, which is I'm still unpacking who I think I should be to really who I am. 
And that comes with a lot of, of adversity. It comes with a lot of challenge because you're disconnecting from the things that you thought you knew, that you thought were right. But then when you have this awakening, this shakeup of like, this doesn't feel good in my body and I'm finally ready to listen and you get these revelations, you get these downloads, you get this aha of like, oh my gosh, like no, I'm exactly perfect in the way that I am right now. I just have to unpack the layers in finding that true. So the next two layers are developing a firm trust within yourself so having a strong firm belief in your beliefs in your opinions um and mm, I don't maybe opinions aren't the best one to say because I feel like sometimes opinions are just opinions opinions are beliefs um I think more so feeling strong in like your belief systems and what you what you want to hold is true seeing with your eye versus seeing with your eyes I'll just say that um and the third one is behavior so actions that's the embodiment is how you carry yourself how who you are behind closed doors that is the embodiment of confidence and I don't mean to say behind closed doors because you're trying to be two people no I just mean like who you are by yourself like can you walk the walk and talk the talk like that's confidence And so really all of this to say, right, is that we get to, we need to know who we are at the core, at our, at our deepest layer, that like fourth layer of like our true self without programming, without the belief systems that were embedded into our head, without society, without our parents. And it's like, oh my gosh, like how do we get there? (laughs) You know, and I know a lot of you listening to the podcast are very, you know, in tune with yourself to a degree, right? You, most of you have been doing some inner work on yourself, whatever layer of degree, whatever that means to you, right? Unpacking your trauma, unpacking your, your old beliefs. And it's really getting to know who you are. And the way that we get to know who we are is by questioning ourselves and asking those questions and and really developing our intuition and in developing those inner knowings of our body our body is so deeply intelligent that we don't know it yet a lot of us don't know it yet um I have been on my self-discovery journey deep deep dive of spirituality awakening for a little over three years now and I can't believe it's already been three years and I'm now just really peaking I wouldn't say peaking um but I am just now really developing a strong relationship with my intuition um and I just got my Reiki certification over this past weekend which was so profound um it's so much deeper than what you think it is um and maybe i'll make another podcast about that but what i'm emphasizing is that that helped me strengthen my intuition helped me trust myself and it's like these little pings that we get in our body it's just kind of like this like inner knowing of like this just doesn't feel right or like this feels like a full yes full body yes and the way that we get to develop our intuition is by trusting ourselves and and taking those leaps of faith So 
let's kind of dive a little bit more into getting to know who you are and how you operate. So something that I really like to do with clients is um, have giving them like an assessment almost and like having them kind of do this like wheel of life. And the wheel of life has specific questions on each part of our life. So just imagine different areas of your life kind of broken up into a pie and you get to kind of ask certain questions to see where you rank, where you fall. And that has been a really helpful assessment because it really gives us a strong um, like physical, I guess, like tangible thing to play with, I should say. And when we can start identifying the parts of ourselves that we are limiting ourselves, that's where we kind of have this like awakening of a belief, right? So maybe money. Money is a really easy one, I think, for everyone to understand. We all have our own beliefs about money. And whether or not that's money doesn't grow on trees or money comes and goes or money's evil and, you know, we we don't need money, right? Whatever your beliefs are. Most of our beliefs, I feel like, have stemmed from like negativity from our parents, right? Can we see the trend happening of a belief system? Um, so... For example, since we're on the topic of money, you could be diving into what your parents' beliefs were, um, how you manage your money, what do you think of money, right? And then you start to get all these th- like things that come up. Oh, my parents, uh, like my mom, like money was not nothing to her. You know, like she was very responsible with her money, but when it came to me, she money there was no thing as a budget. I got anything and everything that I wanted. And for her, that's how she showed her love and support, right? So when I grew up, I always knew that I would have a support system with money. So I always felt strong in making my own money, but I was like, well, if I really want something, guess who I'm going to call? I'm going to call my mom because why? That was my belief around money. I don't need to support myself fully because my mom will. You know, so I had to deprogram myself from that and recognize the deeper layers of my money mindset, my money story. And that held me back for so long on making sustainable money. And I'll be honest, I'm still working through parts of that. And more parts are coming more consciously to me as I start diving deeper into that part of my pie, right? So... We need to get to those deeper rooted layers of our money stories, of our beliefs in ourselves. When we talk about confidence, this is a great one. You could say maybe confidence in my self-image. What are the layers there? Like what is self-confidence in your body image, your self-image feel like? Like what would be something you want to feel? How do you feel now? You know, and I think the biggest empowering concept I've ever had has been that every single belief that we have has been implanted in us from how we've grown up and what we've seen in our environments that we've been in and what we've and yeah what we've seen and what we've experienced what we've lived through those have created our belief systems and Truly, if you understand the the law of abundance, if you understand what abundance actually is and really the understanding of we are all one, 
you can really grasp the concept that we are we came into this world of birthright of confidence of abundance of bliss of pure happiness but the world that we live in the society every every which way we've grown up has really taken that away from us unconsciously so it is our responsibility to reclaim our birthright of consciousness um, of confidence to reclaim our birthright of abundance we get to have it all and you know you can even think about it in a way of like you know you get to make a million dollars how does that feel in your body million dollars whoa no fucking way or maybe it's like fuck yeah I'm making a million dollars you can even feel the way that you are triggered by making a million dollars being wealthy being rich right you can already start having your belief systems kick in right in this very moment as I say those words so you need to understand how you operate And that is the way that you will develop your confidence. So it's debunking those old programs, belief systems. So whether you are working with a coach, whether you're working with a therapist, um, whether you're doing your own self-discovery work, you have to be committed to acknowledging those parts of yourself that are not true and questioning them really because any, and, and this is something that's been helpful because something's coming up for me of like, okay, well, how, right? I'm, I'm giving you the what, what to do, but how to do it. And something you can start doing now is you can start creating like a questionnaire for yourself on each part of your life, a, a, a wheel, um, like kind of your wheel of life, like I was talking about. And you can just start asking questions or you can take it up a notch, get a little edgy and ask yourself like what what would be the craziest thing um, that I would want to achieve Um, and you can even talk about relationships you can talk about money money is such an easy one but like making a million dollars and being wealthy and never having to work another day in my life like what like even sometimes I'm like what whoa that feels really uncomfortable right because it's like I've 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 had a belief before that like I don't know if I can even, am I capable of making a million dollars? Like, right? All these other people get to make a million dollars. They're different than me, right? Belief, belief, belief. Limiting belief, right? Um, so you need to dive into that. You need to get curious, right? And the all the parts, and again, listen to your body, all the parts that are getting uncomfortable, that are sweating, that heart is racing, that you're getting triggered, maybe you're getting defensive, that's a belief. That is something that is poking and prying at a limiting belief that is holding you back from your fullest potential. Boom. Period. So diving deeper into the beliefs is going to help you start believing who, start knowing, start remembering, really remembering who you are at your core, who you are at your core right? And then you can start stripping away those identity masks of the expectations of your parents, the expectations of society, and the expectations of who you think you should be. Listen to those pings and those feelings in your body that are like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Or like, oh, I'm getting triggered. Listen to those because they, your body is helping you remember this is not right. This is really not true. And you don't get to believe this. It might take some work to, you know, dismantle those beliefs and rewire them. But you're getting the signals even in this very moment of things that are not in 
your truth. So get curious and listen to those body cues, period. Um, Second one, so developing a firm trust with yourself. So this is going to come from developing your intuition, right? So coming back to that first one, intuition is your body's way of, of, of kind of your like moral compass. And there is a distinction between intuition and gut instinct. Gut instinct is actually derived from emotion. So you should like, you would actually feel like, Ooh, like my gut, like my gut's telling me this, my gut's telling me that you feel something. Intuition is just like this knowing, like my name is Jessica. Like I just know that's my name right? I don't need a gut instinct. I don't need any physical, like physical, um, what am I, what am I trying to get at? Physical, um, proof, sorry, physical proof that my name is Jessica. I just know, like, I just know in my heart, my name is Jessica, right? Uh, I just know in my heart that I love dogs. I don't need a like gut instinct to tell me that. Like, I just know in my body when I see a dog, I just get a really deep connection to dogs. So, that is intuition. So you have to, by developing it, you have to start listening to it. You have to start getting more present with yourself. Maybe that's through meditation. Maybe that's through this journaling prompts I'm kind of giving you here. Um, listen to those triggers. Listen to the way that you get defensive. Listen to the way that you feel when someone says something to you or when you hear something. That is your intuition speaking. So develop that. By developing that, by listening to that, by listening to your heart, you will you will develop another layer of confidence. Number three, behavior. So your actions, the embodiment, right? That's how you start to develop confidence. I feel like this is like layer three because it kind of comes after. You have to believe who you are, right? Your thoughts have to match who you want to be. And the confidence that you want to have, you also have to develop your trust, so that intuition, right? And then behavior. So then you have to start acting on it. So for example, money, right? So you get triggered by the word millions of dollars and never working a day in your life, feeling wealthy as hell, doing what you want to do and making money off of that, right? We'll, we'll, we'll keep using that example. So you start believing that you can. You start developing your intuition to take those actionable steps to follow your heart, right? To follow that intuition of that I get to make money, millions of dollars doing what I love to do. And then you have a behavior, right? And then the behavior is, okay, who is this person that gets to be this woman or man who gets to do what they want and get paid millions of dollars for it. How do you act, right? Um, that's I feel like that's a that's the third layer of like embodying and remembering who you get to be. So maybe that's like when money conversations come up with friends, you start to distinguish. Ooh, this is like a low vibration of money conversations. I think I'm gonna put myself into a higher frequency of people who are talking about money and talking about wealth building and wealth consciousness, for example. Okay. That was a behavior that I'm like, I'm going to choose to be in those conversations versus the money's this, money's that, money's blah, 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 that is like holding me down when I'm really trying to believe believe and embody that higher frequency of like, I actually get to make a million dollars. I actually get to have more wealth consciousness, right? You get my drift. 
So when we get to embody all of those attributes, we are developing confidence at the subconscious level. So as you can see, it's so much deeper than a physical outcome. It's so much deeper than doing. It's actually being. And confidence is a muscle that needs consistency. It needs to be flexed. It needs to be used because then it starts to become your remembrance of your birthright. Mm. And I feel called to attach um, a limiting belief workbook at the end of this that I made a couple years ago. And it's really powerful to kind of debunk these beliefs. So that'll be in the show notes. And, and, and last but not least, there are still a few spots for the Purposeful Soul Retreat. And it's really powerful because we are going to be diving all into confidence. Um, We're going to be doing a whole series of a workshop around confidence and really developing who we are without the layers, without the mass, without the society expectation into the real dropping into the heart of like, what does the heart want and need in this moment? So if you were feeling like this episode was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, 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 you're resonating true with me. Um, There's still spots left for the retreat. So if you want to take this a step further in person and be coached and be with women who are on the like-minded path of you, I really encourage you to DM me on Instagram or apply on uh, the website that I'll link at the bottom too. Um, I'm also going to be hosting um, some coaching programs in the, in the next coming weeks or within the month um, that is going to be more around the confidence of yourself and listening to your heart's desire. So I'm so excited. Um, and yeah, if you have any other questions or comments about confidence, like please let me know. Oh, this episode was so powerful. And we all have the ability to get exactly what we want to the T in this lifetime. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Steph, and I will see you guys next week.